instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. Gudikin sucks. Jordan Edison ran a 5-3-40 and he's Trista's height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done? Bet on the Bet Wizards. On the yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, yeah. Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew. We keep lying to you with that. We are not live from Washington, D.C. We are live from the beautiful at MGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay in beautiful, but really cold, Las Vegas. It, you know what it is? It's really like it throws me off. I've never been to Vegas when it's cold and rainy. Yeah. It throws never. me off. It's really weird. I'm just like, wait, this is this is not how it normally is here. If I you, know it is, but like it's not. If you told me that this was the first time in the history of the universe <laughs> that Vegas was cold and rainy, it was 35 degrees this morning. Yeah. And pouring down rain. Oh, yeah. I had to walk Emma, which that's a whole other thing, like to the <laughs> fact that I had to bring her with me. And I had to let her poop on rocks underneath some random like portico yeah. because she didn't want to walk all the way to the doggy pee station because it's pouring rain on her body. So she I mean, was just standing her. there shook. I wouldn't want to poop outside if it was raining either. Me you know, neither. Wouldn't be fun. No. Or if it's not raining. <laughs> or, I don't really yeah, want to poop probably outside. either one. Unless you're in the woods, then that's a different <laughs> that's thing. That's right. That okay, we're going down a rabbit hole here. That we is can true. keep going. We'll see what we do that here. Is true. I've been here. I've been here before in December when it's cold, mm-hmm. but I love coming, man, in like August when it's 108 it's degrees and you sit at the pool all day. Oh, I miss the pool. I know. Although I did see the some of the. I mean, we've got like a million pools at the Aria, but we have a hot tub that is calling to me out there. It's oh. steamy. And it's like so cold at night. I see it. I'm like, I gotta get out there at some point. Yeah, it just looks so lovely. Yeah, I'm gonna have to have to take a little dip myself. Yeah, I think that sounds good. I can, you know, I can work on my knee because PJ made me walk so much yesterday. You hurt me, PJ. I'll be getting all right. old. I know. Your getting mic's old. not on there, buddy. It's okay. There we go. There we go. Thank we did you. a lot of walking yesterday. We did. We got lots of steps in. We did some sightseeing, and you were uh, you were very happy. You got Pete. to you got to see a couple things you've never seen. Before. We did. We. I mean, that's how you got to do Vegas. You got to walk around and see all the hotels. How did you uh, find Vegas? How are you? Like, what? where is it at for you? Oh, I, this is probably my favorite city in the country. I, this is probably my fourth time here, I think. Either San Francisco or Vegas are my top two. There is something just so unique about this city. Yeah, what about you guys? Is Vegas top three for you? Vegas top, five? top one. Yeah. Vegas is up yeah. there. Top one. I mean, yeah. me and Horvath are the same yeah. people. Like, yeah. this is our one seat. I, I love it. Yeah. I love Vegas. I'm too old mm-hmm. for it, I feel like. No, you're it. not. You I'm, definitely aren't. Like, I, and I do Vegas, I think, differently than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. I do Vegas completely sober. So kind of maybe like maybe like you, Peach, kind of like yeah. you. PJ and, had a beer with me yesterday, though. I nice. did. And I finished the whole thing. He did finished. a good job. I did a great job. He's a good boy. He's a Look good at boy. That. <laughs> so, yeah, I do. I, I like if I had my druthers, I would do massages and yeah. spa days in the morning, sure. hit the pool late morning, get breakfast, maybe do some stretching. You know, travel around, see the sights, I get mean, a for, show food. For our interests, like, it's got everything we could want. Yes. It's got sports betting. It's got shows. It's got sports. It's got golf. It's got warm weather. It's just – and the people watching. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on. Like – Incredible. I mean, watching. it's there's just no place better. I'm, Truly. You, know, you see some of the uh, weirdest things here. Oh, oh I, I love it. I mean, we yeah. walked through a lot yesterday. Yeah. Man, we Man. saw some stuff, Peach. I tell sure you what, did. You know, we did talk to – I always love talking to Uber drivers that are paying attention to the road, of course, though. But they kind of give you the lay of land of stuff that's going on in the city. And that's the big thing out here for everybody is the new A's stadium and where that's going to go, where the Tropicana is. They're going to knock that down. They're going to put the stadium there right in the center. I mean, 
we are having a Super Bowl here. We have an NFL team here. We're going to have a baseball team. We've got a hockey team. We've got a WNBA team. We're going to have an NBA team here at some point. And you just think of how much this place has boomed. And it's becoming the really the sports mecca because now sports betting is popular all across the country. And on top of that, you're going to actually have teams here and some good teams. You, you're really looking at a city now that becomes like the, you're adding an element to it that it didn't have before, right? We call it like, right, it's the adult playground. It's our yeah. grown-up playground. But now you add in so many more live sporting events here too, not to mention all the fights that they've had for years. That's always been the case here. There is really no better sports town in the country than Vegas, and it's certainly only going to get better. Yeah, man. That's why, like, I mean, the Raiders moving here was so big. Them building that stadium was huge. And, A's moving here, too. Yeah. And now the A's coming. Yeah. Aces. Hopefully, hopefully they could get that thing turned around, man. NBA team at some point soon, too. Yeah. Place is awesome. And uh, it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get better. And I love it. I, I, I love it here. I would live here. I really would. If I lived here, though, I would probably, like, rarely come to the Strip. I'd want to live in Henderson. Yeah. My aunt and uncle actually live out there. I'm going to have dinner with them tomorrow night. It's so nice. Other than the Coyotes. It's so nice. That's that's my wife's issue with moving here. Coyotes? Yeah, she doesn't like coyotes. Well, they're not or the bugs. nicest uh, nicest animals, let's be honest. No, no, they're not. They're not. So they're all that. over the place. No, but I mean, the friends that I have that live out here, uh, they, I mean, yeah, nobody lives in Vegas. You live out in, like, neighborhoods. Yeah. You come downtown if you want to go to dinner or something, but you're not out in Vegas every single night. You die. Yeah. Like, really, you know what the rule is. Yeah. Three nights in Vegas. I, yeah. could We're do, here. I could do so many. Well, yeah, it's... I could do like 15, yeah. Yeah. 16. I did every night at Summer League. I could do like all, all, I could do more, 13, 14 nights, and it does not bother me at all. Well, we've established why, Trista. You take your better care of yourself when we're it's here. It's true. Then, then, uh, we, we, we treat our bodies like an amusement park when we come here. That's just, yeah. that's yeah. the way that it works. Oh, real quick, guys, we don't have a bell. Pelicans minus six and a half first half. Ding, ding, ding. ding. Yes. Up 17 at halftime, 67.50 over the Toronto Raptors. Oh, I love that. For yeah. you. What a great breakdown, too. Double OT, been on the road, bunch of back-to-backs, so three games in four days. There, there really is something to be said for fading teams that are on those types of stretches. I love yes. looking for that just because you know that at some point, especially if they're a little bit of an older team, legs are tired, yep. that you just you, you double overtime and a loss, all that stuff put together just gives you – and plus, let's be honest, the Raptors right now, this is a team that's – rebuilding they're trading guys away yeah bruce brown's gonna probably get moved again the raptors gonna move him the knicks apparently are interested there's a bunch of teams interested in him and rightfully so be funny if he went back to denver but yeah it's uh that's sometimes those those because the nba stretched out their schedule so they don't have teams getting as worn down but occasionally it still happens and you got to try to take advantage of it where you can all right let's look at the mvp market for uh not the regular season ryan because we know you're probably going to be cashing that lamar ticket thursday night baby there you go oh i are we we gotta watch that or i guess it'll be on while we're on the show i think right yeah yeah, yeah i think it's yeah i think it's like seven to ten or something. i get thrown off you know uh, like, yeah 9 p.m eastern oh, 6, 9 p.m okay. six pacific oh okay. all right okay. so there you go so we'll actually be uh be ready to go with that so um mvp though for the super bowl has now gone to Mahomes plus 130, Purdy plus 210, CMC still sitting at plus 450 with Kelsey at 14 to 1. Let's take the top three out of that. If I gave you guys a free bet and I said, you got to take one long shot, starting with Travis Kelsey at 14 to 1, Debo's 25, Pacheco's 35, Ayuk 50, Rice 60, down the list. Who would you put that free bet on for MVP? Man, that's a great question. I think I'd have to do Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Just feels like a monster game is coming for him. 10, 11 catches over 100 yards, maybe multiple touchdowns. I like that matchup a lot. You talked about Sam LaPorta, Ryan, getting busy. Yeah. And Travis Kelsey's turned back the clock in the playoffs. And let's be honest, Taylor Swift. Yep. 
I was actually Swift. that was going to be my first part of the breakdown yeah. was Taylor Swift is going to be there. Yeah, they're going to be kissing. They're going to be hugging. There's going to be a lot of TV time. Oh, so much of it. Yeah, I played some Kelsey. I played some mm-hmm. Isaiah Pacheco. I like him a lot too. If the Chiefs are going to win this game, probably going to be a big game on the ground for Pacheco. For sure. You know, Travis Kelsey caught all 11 of his targets last week. I kind of like that price on Nick Bosa. I know it's been a down year for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, let's say he has a strip sack in this game. You know, I, I mean, I know that it's it's rare that we see defensive players win MVP. But what if he had a couple sacks and, like, an interception? That's a nice price. But I think the safest bet, you know, if you remove the quarterbacks for me, I would say probably Isaiah Pacheco or Travis Kelsey. And I could see it. Like, you know, Kelsey – Rides off into the sunset. Although everybody says he's coming back next year. He's already said he's coming back next year. So maybe well, he's not going to ride off. We'll believe it when we see it, right? Yeah, exactly. The last defensive player to win Super Bowl MVP, yeah, Von Miller. Yeah. I oh, say, I, I remember that one. Von Miller that year at Denver when God, they that six, game was bad. So he had six tackles, two and a half sacks, and a pass defended. That so, is how they won Super Bowl 50. If Nick Bosa had like two sacks, three sacks, maybe a strip mm-hmm. sack, maybe a defensive touchdown, maybe he'd be live for that award, but... Yeah, I, I think the safe bets are probably Kelsey, Pacheco. And then if you like the 49ers, well, per, and you, Purdy and McCaffrey. And if you look at that score, right, it was 24-10. So very low scoring, uh, held Cam Newton and the Panthers to 10 points. That's what it would have to be, right? You'd mm-hmm. have to have, like, Nick Bosa going absolutely crazy, Kansas City scoring seven points, Patrick Mahomes doing nothing, multiple sacks, and – the Niners maybe not doing a ton in their own right, and they spread the sugar around. There's no, like, dominant offensive player. Maybe Brock Purdy has, like, a pedestrian performance. Maybe there's some, you know, defensive touchdowns to get them there. That would be kind of a big reason why I could see Nick Bosa doing it. But it's obviously a big stretch. Yeah. So Von Miller won it for Super Bowl 50 with those yes. six uh, six tackles, two and a half sacks, and a pass defended. Malcolm Smith also won it for Seattle. Remember he that? Had, he had yeah, a pick wow. six, a fumble recovery, and 10 tackles. So this yeah. is just kind of gives you an idea of, like, as a defensive player, the type of game you have to have to even be considered is, I mean, you've got to generate turnovers. you got to get your maybe a defensive touchdown. What The one that always stands out to me is Dexter Jackson the corner for Tampa years and years ago when they won and they beat the Raiders. So he had two first half interceptions in that game. That was like, that was the impactful game that he had. So that's kind of what you're looking at. You're going to need at least, you know, if it's, if it's a Bosa situation, it's multiple sacks. It's got to be some sort of turnover generated and maybe a defensive touchdown just to even be in the conversation there. But then on top of that, the 49ers obviously have to win and Brock Purdy has to have a pedestrian game and Christian McCaffrey has to have, Again, we hold him to a really high standard, but if he only has, let's say, one touchdown and 120 total yards, you're like, eh, that's nothing special for CMC. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's obviously going to be hard for them to completely shut down Pat Mahomes. Although, if you go back, you watch that Super Bowl a couple years ago against Tampa Bay. Remember how beat up their offensive line was? Mm -hmm. And it was just Mahomes running for his life. Yes. If we got a situation like that, that's true. You know, maybe one of these guys on the defensive side of the ball, maybe Fred Warner's live, you know? Um, He's so good. But I, I think if it's the Niners, guys, it's going to be McCaffrey. I do. I think McCaffrey's going to have a huge game. I still I have no idea what the hell Baltimore was doing against the Chiefs. You run the ball. You don't go away from the run. Like, they treated that game like they were down 17 points. It's crazy. It was a 10-point game. They were acting like they were down 30 points. I don't think San Francisco's going to make that same mistake. Last well, week, I loved, Shannon... Prady, P- P- Prady. I loved all the Purdy props. <laughs> Purdy props. That's how you combine it, right? Purdy there props. you go. Yeah, uh, this week? It'd probably be McCaffrey for me. But, like, the numbers are ridiculous. All purpose? I don't want to do anything with it. It's like 124 and a half rushing. I was just trying to going to go look up what that actually is right now. 
Yeah. It's Rob, a lot. Folks. It's it's a lot. It keeps going up. The thing is though, guys, he keeps going over those numbers. Right. Right. Like that's what's so crazy is like you 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 sit there and you say that's a big number and then you look back at what he's done and you go, "Well, okay, maybe actually I could still take the over and be comfortable with it." He's yeah. just he's just on another level rushing and receiving. Christian McCaffrey, 128 and a half minus 115 both ways. But I mean, you go back and look at how he's played and he's gone over that number. I want to say like yeah, five of the 80, last seven games. Or... 89 and a half rushing yards isn't crazy. It's no. not crazy for Christian McCaffrey. So, I mean, he only had, okay, so so 90 against Detroit and 132 total yards. 98 against Green Bay, 128 total yards. I'd say, again, I take the Washington game out. That didn't matter. Those numbers yeah. were low. Who cares? But then before that, Baltimore, 103 rushing yards, 131 total yards, 187 total yards against Arizona with 115 rushing. Like, he's always still above those numbers. And you see it, you're like, with nobody else you'd even consider going over, I just don't know – what it would take for me to go under with him. I don't know what the number yeah. would have to be. I again in I in the nineties. But even then, like, don't you still sit there? If I sold you Tristan, he runs for ninety-eight yards in this game, like it sounds it's totally believable. Totally right? believable. So that's why to me, like there are certain guys I just don't fade. I just it's, won't take unders. I won't take an under with him. It's it's over or pass. Yes. Over or pass, and that's it. I yeah. don't think you should fade any of these running backs. Like I wouldn't fade Christian McCaffrey, I wouldn't fade Isaiah Pacheco. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I wouldn't fade Eli Mitchell. I wouldn't fade Brock Purdy. I kind of like him in this game. Yeah, so do I. Over three and a half yeah. rushing yards. I yeah. really like that. Me Minus too. 125 to the yeah. over. Maybe yeah. even a touchdown in there, too. Yeah. I, I don't like hate that. that. I like that a lot. I was looking at the touchdown number, and I was also looking at uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I know he let us down last week, but his number is still six and a half rushing yards. Yeah, they he, took he was, that down, actually. He was running the ball pretty well the last, yeah, they were. Uh, up until last week. He only got one touch, but... Yeah, I think that they're good. That's that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to do a whole lot with props, like betting overs in this game, because I don't know how many possessions there's going to be for these mm -hmm. teams. I like the under a lot. I think this is going to be a low-scoring defensive battle. I really do, and I think both teams are. I do too. The ball. I really do. The, then that that falls back into maybe a Bosa MVP. Yeah. Then that's the opportunity if the defense really is what or we Chris would expect, Jones. or Chris Jones on the other side of things. Yeah. Again, 49ers back over here, so I'm thinking everything 49ers. Right. You know how it works. You know, right. I'm thinking from that perspective. So I'm alone. But, PJ, yeah. where are you on this Super Bowl? Because I feel like I'm alone on the island here back in the Chiefs. I think the public is I heavy still, on the Chiefs. I still haven't bet it and have no idea what I'm going to do. Are you still heartbroken over the Ravens? Yeah, yeah I, I knew it. I knew it. I, personally, I think the best way to bet the game is just to bet it live. Yeah. Bet it live. I think because, you know, the first drive is going to dictate so much. If San Francisco has the ball first, they cross the 50. The two is going to go to a three and a half. You can get Kansas City at that price. Whereas if you like the Niners, Chiefs get the ball first, go down and score. The Niners will be a dog. So I think you just wait and get a good number. But live. what if the Chiefs have the ball first? You like the Chiefs, they go up and score, and now you've lost the number. Well, that's betting. That's nope. betting. <laughs> no Tristan, have a cookie crumble. Oh, I think the best bet in this game is going to be if the scripted stuff goes well and we get two scores right off the bat with Shani and, and Andy Reid. Live betting the under, especially when the Chiefs have yeah. a lead. Yes, that's always a no great doubt because of that defense, the way that they run the ball. First Chiefs half live. over, sec, uh, full game under. I'm like, you guys know Harrison Bucker over one and a half. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's my favorite bet. Yep, it's my favorite bet. Both of these teams do really good defensively. Second half, like that's where I, I did bet the second half under in this. I like, so I like that. That's the way to go. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 15% of the tickets, highest ticket percentage that's of MGM for MVP. It's the Taylor Swift effect every single time. Bet MGM tonight. The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL.
saved that. We definitely saw that on the replay. As soon as he felt the contact from Martin, he put his arm in there to initiate contact. Here's a three that goes down and a foul. A four-point chance. It's been completely quiet over to Trent. Toronto's got nothing going. Trent, tough shot, fading to his left. It gets blocked by SGA. Double overtime we go. Be with the final seconds winding down here. See if he can get a shot away. Eubanks with a bone-jarring screen. Bill goes boom. Live and direct from the BetMGM Sportsbook at Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. You're tuned in to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Bradley Beal with 43 points in his return to Washington. Still got something. Something. PJ and I were watching that game a little, and I just sat there going, look at this. Look at him suddenly pull all the tricks out. Look like young Bradley Beal back yeah. in Washington again. Telling you what, when guys go back and see their former team, it's uh, that's always – you took the over, didn't you? Yeah, you took the over on his points. Yep, that's – you just do it every time. May not hit every single time. Because what did Dame ended up – when he went back to Portland, what was his stat Oh, line? I think remember? he only had 24, actually. Yeah. He, he killed me. I had – I think I took the over like 27 and a half. I had Dame to score 25 mm -hmm. and the Bucks to win. And I thought both of those bets were going to lose. They barely, barely pulled it out. Dame finished with 24. Actually, I had the same bet. Plus 100. Yeah, I had the same one. Killer. Yep. Just a killer. At yep. least the Kevin Durant going back to Brooklyn one hit. Kevin Durant to score 15 in Brooklyn to win. That one I had more money on. So, but that's, that was an absolute killer. But again, Dame still loves Portland. He doesn't want to go back. And make us look bad. So class act, right class there. act, That's Dame true. Lillard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so at this point now, we uh, with Joel Embiid, guys, he's gonna, I take, he's gonna take the surgery. We're gonna see what this timetable is. There's nothing with the Sixers that's gonna involve Embiid in the regular season. At this point, right? Like, I think the right. timetable is probably the rest of the regular season. I'm no doctor, but that's what it's. That's kind of where we are. But if he gets back and he's healthy for the playoffs. And the Sixers are in a spot where, I mean, let's say they are a six seed. You don't have Embiid. Like, you're not going to be the same team. And I don't think there's going to be much they can do with the deadline. Again, a lot of these teams, I just don't think there's much a lot of these teams can do to replace, you know, or fill these gaps right now. The, the market's just not there. Yeah. Uh, this may be a Tyrese Maxey, and um, you're, you're looking at his points every single night till that gets jacked up. Kelly Oubre every single night going out there big games and they're sitting as a six seed and then they're the most dangerous six seed in the NBA. Well, there's only two, but they would be one. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Like what, what are they going to be able to do? If anything, probably nothing. Right. Deadline wise deadline. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I just, I mean, there may be some small, maybe just get depth. They go out there and get themselves a bit, but like I wouldn't give up a first round pick for like Daniel Gafford from Washington. Just not a first round. Yeah. But like that might be what they ask for. The it's, wizards are trying to stock up on picks now, man. As soon as you can bet this, you should probably bet Philly to miss the playoffs. You should probably bet that. That's. I don't know what the odds are going to be, mm -hmm. but you watch them compete against the Mavs for like three quarters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you end, watch the end of the game, and it's 118-102. And you thought maybe that they were able to, you know, Tyrese Maxey, Kelly Oubre, you know, Tobias Harris, but no. I don't, I don't know how many games Philly's going to be able to win without Embiid. That brings it up to, like I said, Blazers, they lost to Nets, Warriors, barely beat the Jazz, and now a blowout to the Mavs at the crib. Yeah, without Embiid, they're screwed, man. What do you I mean, think the numbers are, guys? Like, what is the odds for Philly to miss the playoffs right now? 
what do you think you're getting? Plus 253 to one, maybe? Yeah. I mean, they're still the third they're, seed, right? They're still going to be looked at as a, like, you're. I think you could get pretty good odds. I think you'll get a solid number. They're still going to be like probably minus, I don't know, 150 or 200 or something in those, in that range to make the playoffs. Oh, I think it's probably even more than that. Do you think Embiid could be that much, though? Mm. Just because they're where they are in the, right. in the yeah. standings. Yeah. And the East is pretty yeah. weak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, do you think that they could be a play-in team with Maxi and Tobias Harris and those could. pieces? There's, a play There's also play-in odds right. that you can get as well. Mm -hmm. All Both of those are off the board right now. That's why I mm -hmm. say keep in mind uh, this, this injury and this surgery is happening. They're still trying to figure it out. If you can get those, those bets, and I would just kind of, like, continue to refresh and see if they post it. Because just sit there all just, day just waiting. All day. P I don't That's know what when PJ does. <laughs> PJ is my personal refresher. He's just like, it's up, treat. It's up, T. Take it. Take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I might have to uh, join in on that. Join in on that. I like that. I mean, right now, I wonder what there's. See, the other thing to keep in mind, too, is their strength of schedule, which. Yeah. NBA strength. I mean, I can look. I don't want to sit here and do the whole just like, let me Google something while we're on doing a show, but we're going to have to do it anyway. All right. So. Right now, the Sixers' strength of schedule is 13th with 33 games left. So, God, there's only 33. This season's going crazy? fast. That is Damn. Fast. Yeah. So, the key here is they only have one more against the Celtics, one more against the Thunder. They see the Cavs three more times. Oh, that's, those are beatdowns. And the Knicks three more times. Those are beatdowns. Bucks twice can win at least one of those. The Bucks yeah. are especially. Maybe. The Bucks are but how do you uh, stop Giannis now? How do you stop Brooke Lopez without a beat with yeah. big ball Paul Reed? Yeah, it's rough. Well, he listen. He played well though last year, okay. filling in for Embiid. So he was a rebounding machine. In mm -hmm. fact, you know what? That's another prop to take a look at. Paul Reed rebounds because that number is going to be low for a while. And they listen. The books have smartened up enough now to know what he can do without Embiid. But yeah. you're not going to see some astro. Like it was a point where he was at like ten and a half, eleven and a half rebounds when he was starting for Embiid. But start targeting a lot of the role players or even just the guys other than Embiid. Maxie's not a role player, obviously. But you start going to some of those guys and looking where their numbers are. And I think that's a market where at the beginning you can kind of take advantage of it before, you know, we're two weeks into Embiid not playing and we've really started to see that get adjusted a lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, really quick, I saw – so the Hawks came back. They took a three-point lead on the Clippers. But my guy, James Harden, a double-double tonight. There you go. Nice. That's my boy right there. James he Harden. He started scoring – like a maniac right away yeah he had nine before the first first quarter even ended oh tonight yeah it's crazy being here and like seeing that some of these games have went final already yep that <laughs> one still has eight minutes clock. left and you're like oh it's 6 30. yeah it's 6 30 and games are ending that's why i love it here so harden much. has 19 and 10 right yep. now with a steal and a block he's been awesome on defense Kawhi leonard 23 one steal one block that's the thing that's the most impressive. Mason Plumley, who let's be honest, isn't that good? Right. <laughs> one steal, one block. Russell Westbrook, one block. Daniel Tice, one block. They're a block machine. They're a steal machine. Paul George has two steals tonight. So this is just going to be a very active defensive team. So if you're a team in the West, just watch out because they're going to pick your pockets all night long. I, I mean, I can't believe. I'm all in on the Clippers, but I actually really do believe in this team now. I never thought I'd get to that point. Yeah. But, I mean, you can't you can't argue with what we've seen. And it's – I listen, I didn't think they were going to be as bad as they were when Harden first got there and they just looked like a team in complete disarray. But I didn't think it would turn around so – like, it would, you thought, I thought it could be a gradual thing. It's like all of a sudden they flipped a switch and they just started winning games left and right. And that's, that's kind of the reason why, too, I'm not out on the Bucs. 
Yeah. Because there is a level of, like how many times have we seen this over the course of the last 10 years? You know what? I even go back 13, right? We start in 2010 when LeBron went to Miami and they started off, you know, nine and yeah. eight. The Rome wasn't built in a day thing. And yeah. that that team was obviously terrible in the finals, but yeah. they put it together, won a couple of titles. So when you have a lot of these rosters that incorporate new players and you've lost important pieces like a great perimeter defender in Drew Holiday, even though we got cooked in the playoffs last year. Dame can't defend anybody, but he can score, and Giannis has to learn to work with him. And, like, it just sometimes takes a little bit of time for these. And it's not like there's no answer, right? There's no, like, it's going to happen by 30 games together. Or if it's, you kind of just don't know. But that's why I'm just not out. Milwaukee's too talented for the and has guys that are too – like, it's not like you're putting together stars that are really inefficient, that just don't have it mentally. Like, they got all of that from – people like Giannis and, and Dame specifically. So that's why I'm just not out on them yet because we've seen what the Clippers have done. And plus the East just isn't really that great. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's all health. Like it really is like, and I know that's lazy, but for the Clippers, I mean, they haven't been healthy in the playoffs ever since they acquired Kawhi. Except Leonard for the year they made the, the Western conference finals when Kawhi was actually healthy. Yeah. So they did have that one Western conference Forget finals. About trip, that. So. Yeah. 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 Something to keep in mind. Bucks third toughest schedule the rest of the season. They're dead. Yeah. They're a dead team. It's, I don't want to count you, them out, but they are. Sounds like you're more ready to write them off now, though, than than I am. Yes. Like, you're just like, this thing's not going to come together. Not this year. Mm -hmm. I don't think it, it may at some point come together, but I don't think that there's enough continuity, right? You're talking about if they would have kept Budenholzer and then traded for Dame. I know. <laughs> maybe I would have felt differently, right? Yeah, the Doc Rivers the stuff. The Doc I mean, yeah. you've got a brand new head coach with a massive ego who gets into it with Dame's former coach. Guy quits nine days or five days before the start of the season because they get into it at a shoot-around. Why? Who knows, right? You've got a team staging a coup five games in. Hey, your right. defensive schemes, they are ass. We need to switch this up. Bring Brooke Lopez closer to the rim because, remember, he was almost a defensive player of the year. We kind of need him to block shots. Forgot about that last year. Nuts, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So then you've got... All these teammates, including Giannis, talking smack about Adrian Griffin and everyone else, but really Adrian Griffin. Everyone's losing faith. Doc Rivers is hired to, like, bring him along as a rookie head coach. Meanwhile, it's kind of like bus-tossing him and politicking like Littlefinger in the media. And now you've got a guy who just can't get it done in the playoffs taking over a team. I promise you that this team's going to get upset and tired with Doc Rivers' nonsense. That he doesn't make adjustments. He doesn't know how to do those things. I don't or maybe he's just too stubborn. And then at the end he'll probably toss like Bobby Portis or or like Brooke Lopez or someone, maybe honest, under the belt under the bus. There actually there was a report today there they talked to the Mavs about a Grant Williams Bobby Portis trade. Bucks really? could Bucks could use them that toughness out on the perimeter. Grant Williams has been terrible this year. I know. I like okay. Bobby Portis though. That's, so do I. Like, I like Bobby Portis a lot. They need, but they need anybody that can play defense. And even though Grant Williams has not been what he was in Boston this year, maybe it's a uh, switch places and go somewhere else and get a fresh start because it ain't working in Dallas right now. You know, maybe we shouldn't write the Heat off, even though the be Heat again this year just because of coaching. Because yeah. when we're talking about the top teams in the East, we're talking about Joe Missoula, and we're talking about Doc Rivers. I know. You know, and like we like Nick Nurse, but now mm -hmm. if Embiid's not healthy for Philly, like maybe it's just going to be Miami again because coaching is important. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Who else we got? We got the New York Knicks, my friend. Hey, coaching. Tibbs. Hey, we got your guy Tibbs. We I got ourselves to go to the potential MVP in Jalen Brunson. Yeah. 
this team now the path is getting cleared for him. I mean, there's also Cleveland who's really good too at this point. They're 32 and 16. So Jalen Brunson's putting up better numbers this year than Derrick Rose did in his MVP. That's season. crazy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I was looking at it. And he couldn't there. even start in the All Star game. After you guys brought it up, I stole that from you. I love that. I bet that I, I took the bet, and then I was like, "Hey, I got, I got all, all my hits." I was like, "Let me tell you guys about Jalen Brunson." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't do that, but I, I really do to. like that. I like that MVP bet, man, because I mean, now Embiid's out of the mix. Mm -hmm. The thing that is, like, Shea probably should win the award. If there's no drop off for OKC the second half of the season or the remaining 30 plus games, and he averages 30 points and they're the best team in the West, how's he not the MVP of the league? Back to the heat really fast, yeah. 16 to 1 to win the East. Mm. I might sprinkle a little. I might sprinkle a little. It's just crazy because they're the same. They're in basically the same position that we saw at the end of last year. And then they get to the NBA Finals, and you sit here and look at them now and go, they don't look like a playoff team. They're, they've won two of their last 10 games, yet they always find ways to turn it on at just the right time. And again, they're, they're in that mix, right? They're they're the Chiefs. They're what the Patriots used to be. They're what we think the Nuggets are going to be once you get to playoff time. Like, there's just certain teams where you do have that mindset, but there's also, like, at what point does it stop? It's going to stop for the Heat at some point mm -hmm. with this group. When is that? It's happened to the Warriors. Does that end up happening Yo, this year with the Heat? This is crazy. Okay. So, the Heat last year on February 5th, 29 and 25 with a losing streak of two this year 26 and 24 with a losing streak of one and they've been two and eight in their last 10 520 winning percentage this is the same heat team yeah, yeah it doesn't matter to the playoffs mm -hmm. they just got to get into the dance i mean they really do and then you get into the playoffs and jimmy butler becomes michael jordan you're gonna have the coaching edge in the east for sure with spo so but, th but then the problem is they get to the finals and they're just going to They're going to be a seven seed. This is what's going to happen. They're going to be a seven seed mm -hmm. and they're going to beat the Bucks in the first round again. <laughs> you know That's what? That's what they're going to do. That you know, is Doc Rivers. And fight? then they're yeah. going to, and literally they're going to play the Knicks in the second round again and they're going to beat the Knicks again. No. It's, tr it's true. Tristan, no. It's true. And I then they're going to play the Celtics in the Eastern Conference <laughs> yeah. Finals and again. The and they're going to beat the Celtics <laughs> again. That's what's going to happen. I'm sorry. Like, the script is written. I do not want to see them in the finals this year. I, I'm, 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 like, there are certain teams that I'm over. I want to see them last year. I'm actually over the Chiefs now, though I respect the greatness. I'm over it. Yeah. Uh, I am, I am over the heat. I'm done. Like, enough. They're enough heat. so hard to watch. Yeah, they it's really are. There's, there's, there's kind of like a Spurs feel to them, like prime Spurs. Yeah. When the Spurs, but I mean, that, that team was obviously like, Peak Spurs with Duncan and Ginobili and Tony Parker, obviously better than this Heat team this season. But it's just that kind of slow, methodical, sometimes grinding it out, but finding ways to win. But you just don't want to watch. They're not, they're not a league pass team by any stretch. No, oh, no. 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 I try to watch as little of them as I can. I like to watch Jaime Hawkes highlights. But other than that, no. I think their three-point percentage is one of the worst in the NBA. Yeah. Jaime Hawkins is in a perfect spot there, though. Yeah, he, and like people like to stay, right? He's a Heat player, and he's he's doing commercials with uh, Jimmy Butler. If it wasn't for Wemby and Chad, he might be Rookie of the Year this year. Which is crazy awesome. to think. It's like those guys are sitting there almost around even money to win, and then on top of that, you got Jaime Hawkins all the way back at one fifty to one, and he's like third. It's just if it wasn't for them, he probably would win it. You're right. It's Bet MGM tonight.
BetQL and BetMGM are bringing the big game in Las Vegas to you all week. You better you bet, and BetMGM Tonight will be broadcasting live at Mandalay Bay. Listen anywhere you go with the Odyssey app. Now, I've dealt with every chest BD for, it's not like. Yeah, yes, because okay. we've, we've been beaten down for so no, long. I know yes. that. Las Vegas, you're tuned in to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network. Oh, that you are. 89-80, Warriors over the uh, Brooklyn Nets. So they're starting to at least Made a mistake. Look, look like a team that should be out there at least winning this game. But Me and Peach yeah. were talking about the game before, and I said, what do you want, Peach? And he said, I'm on Warriors money line." I am. Guys, I just hit uh, Clippers, Hawks, over. Thank ding, you. ding, ding. The there overs go, have been friend. good to me, Nick, in the NBA. God bless them. Yep. Yep, the NBA does not like a lot of defense. You got that over in the Wizards Suns game over the weekend. We did. Thanks to Bradley Beal putting up 43. That helped a lot. You know, there you go. It's like Iowa unders in college football. Sometimes you just take Wizards overs and Hawks overs. It's what you do. And we got Suckers. the per- we got the Purple Cats going right now against Kansas hanging tough. That's uh, four. What'd you get? Plus four and a half. Yeah. yeah. 23-22 Kansas State over uh Kansas right now. There we go. Or, nope, make it 23 all after that free throw. So Yeah, I hate Kansas yeah. right now. <laughs> I mean, I always hate him. I hate Bill Self, but mm-hmm. Me and PJ did the show on Friday for Nick and Ken, and I was like, I'm going to bet Kansas at mm-hmm. home. They're dogs. They're never dogs at home. They're playing Houston. And I ended up betting Houston, and that was a big That's mistake. what I did, too. I'm that, that killed. I told PJ this. That killed my parlay. I had everything else hit except for Houston. What yeah. a terrible, terrible result. Yeah, by the time I turned in, tuned into the game, it was already a 20-point game. It was all, I mean, it wasn't even, like, not a, not a sweat, as we would say. Yeah. You Never could just was call close. Now, thought I lost my ticket for that Pelicans game real quick, guys. Sorry that first that. half over. Got a little. Yeah, I thought you I got lost it. My t- I got it. It's there. It's fine. Probably That's with the, my credit card. Yeah. So. Well, they're they're both. No, mine mine's here. We're good. We're fine. Yeah. You ever uh you ever hear back of what, what's going to happen with that? No, I'm going to have to probably talk with the hotel when I get back. You're just going to be bumming money off us the rest of the week. No. Well, okay. that, that, I'm going to have to go to the bank probably and take out some cash, and then yeah. I'm have to walk around with a bunch of cash on me. But you have cash in the hotel room. You don't need as much cash as you have in your hotel room. I don't know if that's going to be enough for the entire week, though, especially Why? with my hobbies around here. <laughs> I feel your like hobbies are what gets you in trouble. Have you not realized that? I that's feel like true. it is enough. That is true. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It depends. Depends what we're doing for dinner every night. That that's is, true. Yeah. Most least, of my money goes to food out here. I mean, why wouldn't it? Yeah. It has to, you know? Food, maybe a little spa day, mm-hmm. you know? I need a spa day. Spa day sounds great. Can we expense that, too? I see Andrew over there. Hey, Andrew, can we expense a spa day? No. no. Okay, I can't expense a spa day. Damn it. All you right. know what you could do, though? What could I do? You could take that money from the first half over. Uh-huh. That's true. Spa. Yeah. You know what? I could, but then I wouldn't be able to turn it into something else, you know? That's true. That's the only issue. So, anybody sweating anything else right now? Are you guys kind of in a decent spot? I'm, I'm waiting on the Clippers. Yeah. Clippers money line. I have 131-128. Two minutes left to go against the Hawks. Oh, so who ended up playing tonight for the Clippers? Why did that Everyone. line go from two? Ooh, sorry, Kamingo over half. nineteen and a half. Boom! Ding, ding, Everyone. ding! There we go. That's Everyone but Zubox. Oh, okay. Zubac. So that was why I think they thought maybe Kawhi was going to be. Somebody would sit. Yeah. yeah, somebody would sit, but nobody sat. So Which you're is... looking at yeah, Paul George has 18, three rebounds, four assists, 30 points for Kawhi Leonard, and uh, then you talk about the James Harden. James Harden's up to 24, 10, and six rebounds. He. I mean, well, it was only two minutes left. I was going to say he could be looking at a triple double, but he's got he needs four more rebounds in two and a half minutes. It's not going to happen unless unless this goes to overtime, though. What is it? Five point game right now? Uh, yeah, five point one thirty three one twenty eight Clippers over the Hawks with two twenty three to go in the fourth. What? How? How much does 
the Clippers, do the Clippers need to make up? Do they need to be a number one seed in order for Kawhi to get any MVP love? Mm, that's a really good question. Yeah. Probably, though, right? They'd probably have to be the one seed in the mm-hmm. West. And I still don't think that's going to do it for them. It's uh, plus 10000 it's a decent price. That is really good price. I mean, it's going to go. It's certainly not going to be. If they keep winning, you're not going to see that price anymore. to one. Yeah. It's worth a sprinkle. Jalen Brunson, obviously, 50 to one. We gave that out, actually, at 80 to one, and that disappeared pretty fast. Right. Yeah, his numbers this season are ridiculous. He's been so damn good. And if the Knicks finish as a top three seed in the East, which is probably possible now with the Embiid injury, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe he gets some love. Definitely uh, worth a bet. I, the only thing with Kawhi, though, is... I just worry right, again. We, this is when we get into voters' heads and try to figure out what they're thinking. Yeah, I just worry that having Paul George and the way James Harden is playing will be used against him. Thirty-one, four, one steal, one block, just an insane stat line that he's had pretty much every night. Right. He's been the thing that I like about him. He's just, he's just consistent. He's been super consistent this year. Twenty-eight. 31, 25, 33, 31, 30. Yeah. Whereas, like, there are other people who you see that are MVP caliber. Uh, yeah, fluctuate. And they just fluctuate, yeah. like, night and day. And like what, Luca, for example. Oh, absolutely. Luca has his moments where he's just, you know, it's every once in a while, but you do have yeah. the inefficient games that pop out there. Have we just gotten to the point now where, and no pun intended, everything is just quiet for Kawhi? Like, we just forget that because he's missed so much time and he's been hurt that he's just kind of out of the narrative and people forget that, oh, yeah, Kawhi at one point was talked about as an MVP candidate. Right. Oh, yeah, that's a guy that is a finals MVP, two-time finals MVP. I feel like people have just forgotten because he's been out of the spotlight so much recently. Also, the thing that I don't think is being talked about with Kawhi at really at all, I've heard no one discuss this, is he came in from San Diego State as a bad shooter. Like, just a generally broken shot. He's shooting 45% from three this year. (laughs) And he's shooting seven a game. Four for seven, six for eight, three for five. That's, like, that's Steph Curry numbers. Yeah. Also really good defensively. Yes. Still. I I just don't think he's ever, he's going to get a shot to win it. I mean, I do love the price, but, yeah, I just. Steph is shooting 41% from three. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard shooting 45%. He, I mean, he is. I mean, if we're being honest with ourselves, when Kawhi came out of San Diego State, people kind of looked at him and thought he was going to be like a good rotational player, like a decent starter. Yeah. Like, I don't remember many people looking at Kawhi Leonard and saying, this guy is going to be a star. Like, he's going to be a perennial all-star, finals MVP. So, he's just, again, some of it's too, the dude just works hard, and he works on his game, and then there you go. So, Do you ever forget that, like, Kawhi used to be a spur? I sometimes forget about that. Same. Yeah. And you know what, too? Like, he's already accomplished so much as a Spurs. And, and like, was the perfect Spurs player. Yeah. I thought he was going to be in San Antonio forever. It was like, that's going to be their transition from Tim Duncan to Kawhi Leonard, and he'll always be there. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's so good, though. Remember that final series against uh, LeBron where LeBron saw him check in, and he was like, oh, no. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That was great. Yep. And that was when you knew, okay, this guy's got it. It was Kawhi and then Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was a LeBron stopper, and I remember he, that was brought up to him. Yeah, and he was like, "No, I don't." Like that was back when he was like real, just humble and quiet because he's a role player. Yeah, and Jimmy. Yeah, he would never want to talk about that. And now, of course, he'd be more than happy to tell you he could stop anybody. So yeah. there was that. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about AI. 
Allen Iverson? Uh, yes, no, not that Allen Iverson. Oh. Maybe we'll see him here. You're a poker buddy. He's probably at uh, National Harbor back in Maryland. Probably That's is. His spot. That is definitely his spot. I think yeah. he owns a room there, probably. I so. think he does. I mean, why He's not? He's there every night. Right? <laughs> why not? It's crazy. So, AI has predicted the Chiefs will defeat the 49ers, guys. Oh, no. 31-28, according oh, wow. to the robots. I'd lose a lot of money on that Super yeah. Bowl. There would go the under, and there would go my 49ers futures. 31-28. I don't know, man. The I AI think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. The AI hedge. What do you think, Ryan? A little AI hedge? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, I think it's going to be – I'd go like 21-17. If you didn't – okay. If you didn't have the Niners' future, yeah, what would you actually be betting? Mm, that's a good question. Man, I don't want to be boring. Like, maybe nothing on the side, to be honest with you. Maybe just wait, like Peach said, for a good live number. Like, if Mahomes goes down – Give me anything over a field goal. If the, if the Niners go down, you know, give me the Niners anything over a field goal. That that would probably be my angle, though, just looking to live bet it. Because if we were at three, it's a different story. You're mm-hmm. catching a full field goal with Mahomes. But at two, it's kind of like a dead spot. And I hate betting against Mahomes. I did it last week with the Ravens. Big, big, big mistake. Big, you did big, it also with the Bills. Did it with the Bills, too. Yeah, so I'm kind of like through with betting against uh Pat Mahomes. And yeah, State. I'm with you though on like the live, the live option there. That might be the best. Where if you still are comfortable with a whatever the side is, you just sit there and say, if I can get it, get that three and a half, a four or whatever. I mean, yeah, just get past that key number of three for the Chiefs or 49ers. Either one. I I do think this game comes down to the last possession. This just has the feel of a really close back and forth. Even if somebody gets out early, like the Chiefs could get out early in this game, and the 49ers find a way, like Brock Purdy did against Detroit a couple of weeks ago. I feel like if the game were to get out of hand, it would probably be like a Chiefs blowout. I don't know that San Francisco yes. is capable of thousand percent. I mean, because I don't see a. Well, world... they did it a lot during the regular season, though. Let's give them some For credit. Sure. I don't know that Mahomes is going to throw a couple picks, though. You know, I don't know that they're going to turn the ball over. The Chiefs are just so efficient when we get to the playoffs, and they're so well prepared with Andy Reid. You know, whereas with San Francisco, if you get some pressure on Brock Purdy, we've seen it. Like mm-hmm. he'll turn the ball over. We saw it on Christmas night against Baltimore. But you got to get pressure, obviously. And the Chiefs could do that. And they're really aggressive, too. And I like their secondary. There really is a chance that Brock Purdy has a miserable, miserable day because of that Chiefs pass rush. Like, yeah. that really is a possibility. But I will say the one thing that works in his favor is we now have seen he's comfortable, obviously, running. He's comfortable getting out of the pocket when the protection breaks down and getting out there because you can't have Trent Williams block everybody. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. That, that, other than that left side of, the, of their offensive line is strong. The right side, not so much. Yeah, and man, yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. There's Pat. There's a guy, Pat Everson. Is he here now? Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna have Pat Everson on set I was in like, studio soon. There yes. he is. I was like, yeah, hey, that guy kind of looks like Pat Everson. That guy looks like Pat. Oh hey, there he is. Got that's, his backpack. That's, that's the one great thing about being out here. We're gonna have so many people on set that we just have like, it's just so different than having somebody sitting there and you know hanging out on the uh, little our little screen here with all that. It's, yeah. it's definitely a. Uh, better situation maybe we got people walking around i love here. seeing the people in the jerseys imagine yeah, like having that. your like team actually sign. play in a super bowl how cool that is. i i don't know what that's I like i was too young the last time my team was in a super in a bowl yeah it's <laughs> it's been a long long time for well really everybody sitting here yeah let's be honest ryan yeah. is the last one yeah yeah that was a while ago though 2012 it, it starts to fade doesn't it the yeah, memories man. fade very quickly but at least you have I those was in memories college um <laughs> That's crazy. My, my best year for my team was 2012, and then our quarterback tore up his ACL. You were ACL in college? And... You were out of college. I was in broadcasting school, though, because I went to Western, and then I went back to broadcasting. So. Oh, I didn't I forgot that. that you did that. Yeah, it was dumb. Do you think you learned anything? No. Yeah. No. I got an internship, though. Oh, that's good. Got that to, helps. Got to cover the Bulls for a and couple of years. And then that years. turned into something, though. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, it worked. I went to Creston, Iowa, Ben. <laughs> he did go to. Maybe I don't get I don't get to Creston, Iowa without that. There you go. And you know what? That's it starts somewhere, doesn't it? Exactly. And that's what matters. Yeah, we all got to start somewhere. <laughs> Just like Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Oh no, enough of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. It really like you know what's funny though. It it, it it is such a just like. For me, I've never been one of those people that'll sit there and goes, you know, I hate Tom Brady or the Patriots because they're good. But yeah. it doesn't mean I'm not sick of those teams. I'm already sick of the Chiefs, and I'm sick of the Heat and what they've done. Like, they, that is probably my my top. Like, those are my top two teams that I'm sick of seeing every single year: the Heat and the Chiefs. Heat for uh, sure. Dodgers it. for me, even though they always blow it yeah. in the NLDS. See, that's why to me, I look at them as a team that always blows everything in the playoffs. So I'm not as concerned about it. But you're right: the Dodgers, with all the money they're spending, they'll probably still lose in the the NLDS. So that's the case. All right. Patrick Everson live on set. Mandalay Bay. Bet MGM tonight.